Welcome to the Joey Mitchell Podcast. Celebrity interviews. Joey's been broadcasting his radio show throughout California for over 51 years and has interviewed hundreds of celebrities. Most of these interviews have only aired once. Now, he's decided to share them once again. Every week, a new celebrity with a behind-the-scenes peek into what happened before and after the interview. So sit back, relax, and get set to travel back in time. Here's Joey. Thanks, Todd, and welcome to another edition of Celebrity Interviews with me, Joey Mitchell. Today, we salute Dorothy Hamill, the great ice skater. She was born in Chicago to Chalmers and Carol Hamill. Her dad was a mechanical engineer, and shortly after her birth, her family moved to Greenwich, Connecticut, where Hamill would spend the rest of her childhood. She first started ice skating in 1965 at the age of eight, taking once-a-week group lessons. She became more serious about the sport next season, taking regular private lessons and passing her preliminary and her first figure test before the seasonal rink closed in March. She'd wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, go to the rink to practice. And during her career, her dad would spend up to $20,000 a year on skating expenses, including skating lessons, travel, living expenses, and costumes, too. Dorothy's first national success came in 1969, when she won the Novice Ladies title at the U.S. Championships. Did I mention she was only 12? Later that spring, Hamill was invited to perform in Madison Square Garden with the exhibition tour in later years known as Champions on Ice that followed the 69 World Figure Skating Championships. She placed second at the junior level at the 1970 championships and made her senior debut in 1971. At the 76 Winter Olympics in Austria, Hamill came in second in the figures and then won the short and long programs, taking the gold medal. She would become the last single skater to win the Olympics without a triple jump. Hamill also won the 76 World Championship and then turned professional. Now, without a triple jump, how was she winning? Well, she developed her new skating move called a camel spin that turns into a sit spin, which became known as the Hamill Camel. Makes sense. And her bobbed hairstyle that she wore during the Olympics became a worldwide sensation and started a new fad known as the short and sassy. By the 70s, the media had dubbed Dorothy Hamill America's sweetheart. In 1993, the Associated Press released results of a national sports study showing that Dorothy Hamill was statistically tied for first place with fellow Olympian Mary Lou Retton as the most popular athlete in America, ranking far ahead of major sports stars like Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Troy Aikman, Dan Marino, Wayne Gretzky, and more. And once you hear her, I think you'll understand why she's so beloved. Here's my interview with the incredible Dorothy Hamill. You have brought world attention to ice skating well before the names of Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, and you did it with grace and style. Does it kind of bug you that the world didn't pay attention to ice skating again until this big incident with those two? Actually, no, it doesn't. You know, it's changed so much because of that event. You know, I'm very happy it was the way it was when I did it. <laughs> you had all nine judges vote for you. That's almost a world record in itself, isn't it? I so when you have the East Block and the in, in 
those days. Remember, the East Bloc right. always used to stay together, and uh-huh. my toughest competitor was an East German. So I guess in some ways it was pretty remarkable. Do you think that ice skating today with so many competitors because of the world attention, and it's probably one of the biggest blockbusters on TV, is tougher now, the competition, than when you were skating? It's definitely different. And yes, I guess just purely because of the numbers, I think it certainly is tougher. There mm-hmm. weren't as many. But it was also a lot more difficult. There were very few skating rinks. We used to spend six hours a day doing those school figures, the compulsory figures that are non-existent anymore. Mm -hmm. So it really is a whole different, and there was no money. I mean, really, (laughs) everybody was an amateur, and we did it because we loved it, not because there was money involved. And now, you know, the dollars are really an awful lot of incentive, for, especially for young kids. Dorothy, were there any prima donnas and egomaniacs like there are today? No, actually, there really weren't, with the exception of, you know, just normal personality, mm-hmm. you know, teenage girls growing up. Yeah, I mean, and I certainly wasn't a perfect child. I, I had my temper tantrums. What, Dorothy you. Hamill having temper tantrums? Oh, yeah. I can't That's believe it. That's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> With all the amateur and pro titles you've won, which one are you the most proud of? That's really a tough one. Actually, the one I'm most proud of is, was the world championship. Why? Because it was right after the Olympics, and it was going back to the grindstone and training more and... Um, I had never won the world championships. I'd always been number two for mm. years in a row. And that was the one that I knew if I didn't continue and compete, risking not winning also was difficult. And I'm sure your advisors were saying, Dorothy, retire while you still got gold before that's you tarnish that record, right? That's exactly what they said. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Even my coach said that. I thought, well, gosh, he doesn't have much faith in me, does he? <laughs> what a gutsy lady to go out there and do it anyway. Yeah. And you won. For those of you who didn't know, she did it. She got her goal. Incredible. What happened with the ice capades? I know that they ran into some financial trouble, and I don't understand why it was my favorite. Well, they ran into financial trouble when there was an awful lot of skating out there. Uh-huh. And then when we bought it, our partner got into some financial problems himself, so we had to find a partner to buy him out. And the people we got involved with after about six months, we really couldn't continue with them. So you had to bail out? Yeah. Yeah, they just really didn't have the best interest of the skating in the company. Scott Hamill runs Stars on Ice. Has he ever approached you to uh, combine forces? Well, oddly enough, I started uh, Stars on Ice with Scott. Ah. And it was, it's actually IMG that owns the show. I left IMG after about three years with them. You won an Emmy for Romeo and Juliet. Uh-huh. And I was wondering if that ever inspired you to maybe do motion pictures or a television series? No. 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 <laughs> I don't. I'm an ice skater. I don't profess to be an actress or anything like that. (laughs) That's your thing. And you said you'll skate as long as you're still learning. Uh Uh-huh. How can you be learning? You should know the whole thing by now. No, there's still so much to learn. Is that right? Yeah, there always is. Congratulations on this wonderful work. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Dorothy Hamill from New York City. That's all for today's episode of Celebrity Interviews with Joey Mitchell. Join us again next week for another well-known celebrity that most likely only aired once on Joey's show until now. Now you can subscribe to the podcast at patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell podcast. Patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell podcast. And you'll never miss an episode or extras only available to subscribers. Please visit and like Joey Mitchell's podcast on Facebook and tell us what you think. Thanks for listening.